Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. James 5.5 says you have lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You've fattened yourself in the day of slaughter. That's a strong condemnation of people who live in luxury and self-indulgence. We live in the most luxurious culture in the history of the world. Could it be that we're guilty of living in luxury and self-indulgence? But on the other hand, doesn't God want us to enjoy His gifts? Where do we draw the line? Verse 5, you've lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You've fattened yourself in the day of slaughter. That's a very strong image, right? Almost crude. You have fattened yourself in the day of slaughter. They they were using their wealth to live a life of luxury and self-indulgence. When you see people, rich people, just living a really soft, cushy life, don't fret about that and don't, don't envy them. You see these rich athletes or musicians, or what, and don't envy them. They're like cows enjoying some extra hay, thinking, wow, the farmer's being really nice. I'm getting all this hay. This is great. And they don't even know. It's just to make you fat for slaughter. They're like the widows in 1 Timothy 5, 6. The widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. See, that pleasure it's deadness. It, the pleasure they're seeking is, it will elude them. They're not going to be able to catch it. It's, it's nothing to envy. It's nothing to envy. You get wealthy people that get depressed and get on drugs and commit suicide and all that. It's nothing to envy. And this is the one where we're probably most at risk of imitating. I've, my whole life I've always been concerned about, man, am I, am I living in luxury and self-indulgence? And it's hard because, because uh, God gives us comforts in this life for us to enjoy, does he not? He, I mean, First Timothy 6, 17, it's, it's for our enjoyment, all these wonderful things that God has given us. So, so how do you know when you've crossed the line between just enjoying God's gifts and living in luxury and self-indulgence? Well, One sign that you've crossed that line is when your luxuries become a higher priority than God's will, going back to chapter 4. Whenever God guides you in a direction away from comfort, what happens? Right? When he he says, uh, where do I go, God? Right or left? And he says, go over there, and softness and comfort and ease is over here. Uh, Suddenly I became unable to discern his calling. What? What did you say? I didn't... Give up my soft, comfy pillow, and I have selective hearing. Like, I didn't catch that. God, what? So when, when it becomes a priority over God's will, I, ha- I can't let go of it. Then, then I know I'm living in luxury and self-indulgence. Another sign is overindulgence, right? When you get carried away. So you indulge yourself to the point where it's not even pleasurable anymore. You know how we do that? We just, like, eat ourselves sick, Right? Or we, we, you sit around in leisure so much you become lazy and everything's miserable, everything's hard because you're so lazy. Or you'll start living for the weekend. Or you, you just gain more and more weight. Or you just you, you drink to the point of being drunk. Or you spend yourself into debt. Or you amuse yourself to the point of boredom. And, you, and, you, and you're still going. You can't turn off the TV. 
You indulge to the point where it's not even enjoyable anymore, and yet you can't pull away. That's a sign of living in luxury and self-indulgence. What you're doing there is you're looking to that luxury to supply something that it can't supply. You're trying to get it to quench the thirst of the soul. Another sign that you've crossed the line is when you prefer lesser pleasures over greater ones. Um, see, seeking comfort is natural. It's, I mean, that God made us that way. And it's just the most natural thing in the world. And there's nothing wrong with it. You, get, you walk into a room and there's two chairs, an uncomfortable one, a comfortable one. Why not sit in the comfortable one? I mean, that makes sense, right? So, so, so we, that's okay to do that. But, but the more we mature, the more we learn how to say no to smaller comforts so that we can gain greater comforts, right? So you can't do that when you're a kid, you know, but when you get a little maturity, you can finally start to say, no, I'm not going to have candy because I don't want to ruin my appetite for Thanksgiving dinner, right? And you can do that. You can say, okay, I'm going to say no to an extra hour of sleep so that I can get up and go skiing or, or hiking or uh, you know, boating or whatever you do. The more mature you become, the more you're able to do that sort of thing. Well, spiritual maturity is when you can say no to physical, earthly pleasures so that you can run after eternal, spiritual pleasures. But when we fail to do that, that's when we know we've crossed the line over into luxury and self-indulgence. It's fine to enjoy God's gifts as long as they... Don't get in the way of your enjoyment of his greater gifts. But if we start preferring earthly things over the eternal, then we're guilty of this sin. I described three different signs of living in luxury and self-indulgence. Is there one of those three that you find convicting? Number one, when comfort is a higher priority to you than God's will. Number two, when you overindulge. And number three, when you can't forgo lesser things in favor of spiritual blessings? Which comforts in this world are too precious to you? And again, it's not bad to enjoy God's gifts. God wants you to enjoy his love through his gifts. That's why he gives them. If enjoying them helps you love God more, then the more you enjoy them, the better. But we must always be alert to when one of God's gifts becomes more precious to us than God himself. Let's pray. Father, you are the only source of happiness and joy for the human soul. I could have every wonderful thing money can buy, and if you didn't grant me joy, I would be miserable. But if everything were stripped away from me, but you drew close and turned your eyes towards me, I would be full of joy and satisfaction and contentment and hope. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Teach me today to love the giver above the gifts. Train my heart to delight itself in you, that you might give me the desires of my heart. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.